We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. We've got lots of local news this week and we're lucky to have Leon. Hello everybody. Nice to be here at Network House. Yes, we are at Network House and how good's the table? Lovely, good spread on the table. Good uh, company by John Neal and Jade here beside me, so it's can't raining. Argue for anything. So the girls at the women's store are clearly not as busy today. They've so done well. They've done so well. I've been able to feed just about everybody, which is awesome. Have you had a sausage roll? Uh, I'll get one on the way out. Women's store sausage rolls are the bomb. I keep hearing. Uh, you're not going to the carnival in Shepparton? No, no. Stay away from sports and then I'm not enticed to sort of jump in and participate. There is a team, there's two teams from Rumbale going good. though. To the uh, Vaxel Carnival? Yep. Are you across any of it? Uh, no, there's a men's side every year, uh, a mm. women's side. There is um, a women's side. I'm not sure if there's any juniors. There is. There is. Um, but I did see BK yesterday and he said that uh, the men are taking a side, which is good. Good. Yeah. Good to hear. Great to hear. I love hear. that carnival. I love to go every year, but unfortunately this year you can't do it. So I'll be rooting for you that back at home. So ski race for you? My wife has got some other functions planned for us this weekend. So. <laughs> <Has> she? <laughs> if we're not going to Shepparton, we're going to other, other dudes. So, yep. Well, that's fair enough, too, I guess. family and friends, yep. Yep, nice. Well, there's the big market and stuff on in on Saturday evening Yep. with foodie. I reckon my wife would be keen on going down there. Yeah, I reckon she would. Oh, and myself as well. <laughs> yeah, but it's all that's, about keeping the wife happy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Let's I just didn't want to paint a, the wrong picture about my wife. That we're just following food what? just for her. I'm mate. I I'm follow food. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> Don't be afraid to say that. If there's food and if there's dumplings, I'm there. Yep. Yes. Yeah, and there's stuff for the kids. So if the kids can jump and I can eat. Yep. Happy day. Even better. Yes. Um, so you're not helping out the footy club with the booth or anything like that. Uh, not this weekend. No, I hadn't put my hand up hmm. for, for anything. You're so. having a break from basketball. Just a little bit of a break. Yep. Great. So we're, we've got a few people to talk to. I've done this from Monday to Wednesday yep. this week. Stewie's going to talk about ski race. We've got the hippie girls, John nice. Neal. Yep. Mm, one of your favourites. Um, and then we'll talk basketball. Beautiful. Ski race. Ski race time, Stewie. And you're, we're going to talk to Jake Hinderhosel in a minute. He doesn't know that Cindy's here. <laughs> His mum. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a nice, pleasant surprise. <laughs> when does he get to Robinvale, Cindy? Um, I think he's coming up Friday night. Right. Because he yeah. works in Melbourne, doesn't he? He does work in Melbourne, mm. yeah. But he's staying. So last year he went home on the Sunday night and they went to Moomba because he'd never been to Moomba. Really? Because he, we'd always been here at the Robin Bar races. Oh. So he experienced that, decided that once was enough and he's going to stay for racing now. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's a great plug for the Robin Bale Houston Absolutely. Ski Race. <laughs> if he'd rather be here than in Melbourne. Jack's come to the table with oh. some of Elaine's cooking. Which smells delicious. It does smell Jack. delicious too. And Jack's going to do his um, his Vietnamese translation new stuff in a second. But we will talk about ski race because that's what's on this weekend. Certainly is, Jay. A magnificent weekend, Saturday mm. and Sunday racing. And uh, it's, uh, you know, the, one of the biggest days on the calendar in the Robinvale Euston community. Mm, it's and it's going to be bigger this Saturday. Yes, it will be because uh, we've got the fireworks at uh, 9 o'clock. But before that, 
we've got the Drowning Sorrows. That group, Brucey Myers, is bringing up a busload, I do hear. A busload? Well, they've got hangers-on. What do you call them? Groupies. That's it, groupies. I'm a bit old-fashioned. I'm sure they have. Uh, And I have. And uh, so that should be big as well. So they'll uh, play from about 6 o'clock after the racing till 9. And then Select Harvest is sponsoring yet again the uh, fireworks, which is fantastic. Yeah, that is fantastic. And they do a good job with the fireworks too, don't they? Oh, fantastic. Uh, Sunraysia fireworks, uh, about 7 or 8 minutes and uh, on the water so uh, you know if you want to come down and have a look that's uh, that's great you can get in after uh, six o'clock it's obviously free and come down and uh, have a look at the fireworks and uh, even go up on the bridge it looks spectacular last year i went up on the bridge and had a look and uh, you get that reflection double reflection mm. it's sort of pretty hard to work out where the fireworks are. Assume they're in the sky, but... Uh, you would hope so. You would hope so. But, uh, <laughs> it could be a health hazard if they're not. Yeah, they're everywhere, I tell you. So it was fantastic and, uh, you know, it's looking really good. So that's on the Saturday and obviously the racing starts around about 9 o'clock mm-hmm. and uh, they race till about 4 o'clock all day and we know how fast they go, uh, Jade. So uh, let's hope everyone uh, has a great day and keeps safe. Yes, that's the most important thing. There's also a foodies market in the it afternoon. certainly is a foodies market. We've got Loft 13, we've got uh, Elaine's Dumpling. D- Elaine's Dumpling. Thanks, Jack, <laughs> for the reminder. Um, we've got uh, Pity with uh, his uh, catering and, uh, you know, there's a couple of others as well and there's uh, coffee and ice cream, 44 flavours. Oh, 48 flavours. 48 flavours from uh, Mildura. So there's a whole range of, uh, you know, people uh, – people's favourites uh, at the uh, ski race over the long weekend. Loft are doing their – they've got their van down there, haven't they? They've got everything down there. They've got their coffee van. They've got the whole range of stuff happening, yep. Excellent. It's going to be a big weekend because, for the girls. Yeah, it will be a big weekend yeah. for they're the girls. On, they're on the committee as well. So, you know, they've been working really hard, uh, Kelsey and uh, Jussie. They've done a great job so far, mm. taking a lot of pressure off a couple of us uh, older board members on the uh, on the Security Race Committee, which has been fantastic. They really have, with sponsorship, has been sensational and a whole range of other things, the promotion that they've done. Well, that's awesome. So mm. we just need people to get down there and we support do. it now. We do. It's always a bit of a challenge because people like to go out and camp along the river. But I think uh, with the, the Drowning Sorrows coming and uh, Jet Chalmers on Sunday, I think he'll be there from about 3 o'clock through to 6 when they do the presentations. So, look, it's it's a big weekend for the community, for the town, and uh, hopefully people will come out and support it. $5 each day entry, so a bit different from uh, traditional where it was $10 for the two days. So if you want to come down the Saturday, it's 5 bucks. And if you want to come down uh, on the Sunday, then it's another five bucks. But uh, and also, I think uh, under sixteen are free. So really, yes. So oh. sensational. Uh, it's you know, it's our twenty ninth year, I think, uh, of the running of the ski race. The uh, SRV they really enjoy coming here. It's a great stretch of the river for the racing. And uh, you know, people uh, people really love uh, coming here and they relax a lot more. It's when you said five dollars for. Saturday and Sunday, after four o'clock on Saturday, it's free. That's right. Don't even have to pay. That's right. Yeah. So if you slip down there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and obviously all the food court is uh, happening and yeah. and then uh, drowning sorrows and then uh, the fireworks. Yeah. So even if you are camping along the river, and it's probably going to be a really nice weekend to do that, unless we get three inches of rain like they're predicting. On Wednesday. Mm-hmm. My knees hurt, so I'm predicting we'll get somewhere <laughs> near that. Uh, then you can come in anyway and enjoy the fireworks and the food. It'll save you. 
cooking over the campfire or a barbecue. Or- and Euston Primary School. I nearly forgot them. They've got the pizza on Saturday night. Jeez. Do they? Would I have got into trouble about that? Yes. Oh. Do not <laughs> forget. Yeah. Stewie, what were you thinking? I will travel long distances for good pizza. Oh, a good p- p- uh, pasta, yeah, fantastic. Mm. Yeah, oh, pasta, d- is it? Yes, pasta, yeah. They, 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 they've sold out the last couple of years, which uh, has been a great fundraiser for them. I know he said pizza, Cindy. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> he really meant probably pasta. Jack's put some pizza <laughs> in front of us. Yeah, I was going to say, Jack's just put down Elaine's pizzas, which are delicious. Mm. The community side of things is great, but we're actually going to give Robin Vale's favourite uh, favourite ski racing son a call. <laughs> he doesn't know his mum's here. And that's okay. We're going to talk to Jake Hinderhosel. If he answers his phone. Better. Hi, Jake. How are you? Good, Jake. Yourself? Terrific. You sound like you're still in traffic. Yeah, I am. Oh, that's all right. Are you on hands-free, first of all? Yep. Excellent. Can we talk about the ski race now or what? Yeah, we can. Absolutely. I've got a special guest here with me. See if you recognise this voice. Say hello. Hi, bud. How are you, mate? (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice welcome, Love you too. Yeah. Hi, Mum. Hi, mate. <laughs> well, Mum's been here talking about a plethora of things that she's doing in the community, but we want to talk to you about the racing side of the Robinvale Euston 80 ski race. Yep. Are you driving this weekend? No, no. Um, I'm observing this weekend. Who are you observing for? Uh, two young under-18 girls, um, Alice Savona and Jamie Clancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm observing in uh, meltdown, little meltdown, of course. This is interesting. Yeah. So, when when you're sitting in the observer seat rather than the driver's seat, do you find yourself giving advice on driving, or do you just keep your trap shut and do your job? Um, oh, it all depends. Um, yeah, Keith, the driver, he hasn't been driving um, as long as a lot of other people have, so. Yeah, every now and then he asks me if he's doing anything right or doing anything wrong. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they're all boats are different um, and I've never actually driven that boat, so I can't tell him whether he's doing all right or not. But, I mean, at the end of the day, if he's still facing forwards and we're still upright and we're not in the water upside down, he's always doing a good job. That's pretty good advice, I reckon. Don't you think? <laughs> Great advice, yeah. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> the speed they go. <laughs> Glenn Stewart's here as well, Jake, uh, talking about the event side of things. But as far yep. as the racing goes, what's the program? And is it is this ski race part of... I don't know how the racing, I don't pretend to know how ski racing works, but is does this count towards going to a, a national competition or a national race or how does it work? Yeah, so Robinvale is a part of the River Series, the River Classic Series, um, and that is, um, there's a race, there's three races in Sydney, one in Queensland, obviously Mildura, Southern 80 and Robinvale. So all, your, all the bigger boats, they all are, uh, throughout the year, collect the points to go towards their end of the year tally. Right. And where's the end of the year? Or is it just whoever gets the most points at the end of the year, much like Formula One? Yeah, kind of. Um, and they're then crowned King of the Murray. Um, oh. Well, King of the Rivers, really. You can't really call it King of the Murray because of the races in the Hawkesbury and, um, and up on the river up in Grafton. Yep. Um, so usually the end of the race or the end of that series is Muldura. But um, due to the fires last year, 
in November, the Sydney Bridge to Bridge was actually postponed until May. Um, so, yeah, this year it'll be May, which will be the last River Classic. Because it's going to be cold in the river in May, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be freezing. So as far as the racing program goes for Robin Vale, this yep. ski race, how does it all work yep. and what's the time? What's the starting times? Give us the 411 on, on the ski race. Starting times, I'm... I'm not 100 percent sure on, but it'll be, it'll be roughly 8:30, 8 o'clock, 8:30 start. Um, so Saturday morning will be social class. So there'll be obviously classes that the skiers are on a shorter ski and a shorter rope. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go first, um, and they go all the way up to the turnaround and back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the afternoon there'll be the dashes. There'll be veterans, senior social, and tadpole. And they will race from the other side of the cut, so around Bumbang Island right. and back. And then uh, in, on Saturday afternoon, there'll be um, the dash, which will be the top 40 shootout, then determine um, the top 40 starting position for Sunday morning. There's a few races then on Saturday, isn't it? It's a full program. Yeah, yeah, full program Saturday. And then Sunday will be uh, the main race. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the top 40 boats will take off from the caravan park all at one minute apart. Yep. Um, and that is all determined on where they finished on Saturday. And and then, yeah, everyone else after 40 is all seated by SRA seating committee. And uh, so then, yeah, they race up and then it's turned around all their times are then uh, put on a computer and that generates their time to start back. So it's not actually the position you finish, but it's the time. So, you know, you could be both 45 and have the 30th quickest time you know, on the way up, so you'll start both 30 on the way back. So that's why a lot of people will see numbers often change on the way back, um, and that's all to do with how fast they ran up ran up the river in the, in the morning. Right. There's a bit into it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I didn't there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. But that answers that question yeah. on why they start in a certain order and then they come back in because it's really confusing. If you don't know anything about it, you'll be sitting there going and telling the kids, oh, you know, <laughs> boat 47's next. Yeah, boat 47's or Superman's <laughs> coming next and they're not. So and they're Superman doesn't turn up. No, that's exactly. <laughs> Superman's um. a bit slow. <laughs> that's right. Well, that gives us a really good insight. Jake, as far as um, future plans for you, as far, are you going overseas again? Are you going to try and compete in the Worlds again this year? Um, so Worlds happen every two years. This is kind of a year off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Once World is then announced and the location, um, obviously then we start training and um, SRA will then put forward dates of when they're going to hold selection series. Um, at this stage, we haven't discussed it um, competing again, um, but obviously when when World is announced and where it'll be, that there'll obviously be discussions whether we do go again or whether I join another team to either observe or drive to someone else. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that we've still got to weigh up um, sort of in our small team that we run. Um, but, yeah, this conversation hasn't been had yet. But in saying that, I am going to New Zealand the weekend after Easter, which is Mildura. Yep. And um, I'm actually the team captain for our Victorian junior skiers. So every year our Victorian junior skiers get the chance to compete against the top New Zealand junior skiers, um, and it's called the Trans-Tasman Challenge. So every two years we go over there, and every other year they come over here to Victoria to compete. Um, so, yeah, that'll be, I think it's the 
or 21st anniversary of it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be pretty pretty exciting to head over to New Zealand just oh. for four days. But, um, yeah, to take the junior skiers over and really they get a chance to see what it's like to compete against, you know, other countries and get that world kind of experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Cindy, how proud are you of Jake? Oh, he does all right. <laughs> we won't say too Don't much because he's too much. So when you go to New Zealand, Jake, do you take yeah. mum or do you just? Not now. No, I'm just going. No, I've got 20 kids and all their parents coming um, and then there's a lot of like observers. So, um, you know, the observers for the kids throughout the season, they um, – they're asked to come, obviously, observe for the kids. Yep. Uh, not a free, the, the kids, we we do a lot of sponsorship and auctions throughout the year to raise money to be able to fly the kids over and back so that the kids are they're paid for and their accommodation will be paid for. But as for parents and um, observers and just supporters that want to come as well, um, no, they've got to pay their own way. And now I'll just, just jump on a plane and head off with the team and, We'll go compete. So I think we're flying over on the Thursday morning and coming back Monday. So um, we're not there for very long, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to go over and give it a good shot. The water yeah. would be cold in New Zealand, wouldn't it? Control, but yeah, but I'm not getting in it. So that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Jake actually has skied in New Zealand before. I've um, been over there with him, and the water conditions are really different. It's really swirly, the water. Mm. So you get in, and here you would get in, and then uh, you drop in the water, and then it's 30 seconds before the start, and that's when you'd run the rope out. Yeah. Um, over there, you jump in the water, and they run the rope, and then just keep going because they can't leave you in the water because you it's, the water's so swirly that mm. you wouldn't be able to get your balance. Wow. So, I find it hard yeah. enough to get up on skis in the Murray. <laughs> I'm terrible on skis. Wakeboard fine, but oh, I, I struggle. Cindy, what at what age did you put Jake on a pair of skis? I don't know, mate. What do you reckon? You're maybe about four or five when you started skiing. Yeah, and then maybe I was five when I started, and I was seven when I started racing. Racing, yeah. Really? So that's the tadpoles club. Yeah. So he was on double skis, hands out in front, the traditional. That's how I ski. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't do that very often now. I was going to say, how often do you get in the water now, Jake? Or do you just like to sit in the driver's seat? No, over Christmas I um, I had a few skis until I decided I wanted to dislocate my knee again. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it all just depends on how the body's feeling depending on now I go. I did ski at the Southern 80. Um, and finished second in the Saturday morning. You finished yeah, second in the Southern 80? Oh, it's only in social class. So that class Can't I was wait. talking about was this Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, out of all the boats, we ended up winning unlimited inboard and coming second outright. That's awesome. So, Mum's sitting here going, yeah. that's fast. And that's, she doesn't <laughs> want you to talk yourself down. She's beaming with pride. Oh, yeah. We did all right. <laughs> you did all right. Jake, it'll be exciting to have you back in Robinvale anyway for the Robinvale Ski Race this weekend. Enjoy the race. Be safe. And we will see you when you're back here again. Are you back here for Easter? Oh, no. Well, I suppose you'll be pre- pre- preparing for New Zealand over Easter. We're in Mildura Racing. Oh, I'll be in, we'll be in Mildura Racing. Yeah. So, okay. So we'll do Mildura, which will be obviously you have Good Friday off, Saturday, Sunday. Then Monday you have off as well. Back at work Tuesday, Wednesday, flight to New Zealand Thursday. Jeez. So, yeah, there won't be much time in there to do much that I wouldn't have thought. 
No, I wouldn't have thought so either. Maybe have a rest, have a sleep every now and then, maybe. Lights up to work. I need to pay for ski racing somehow. Hey, Mum, I just went and bought two new props, so you'll get an invoice too. <laughs> well done. Well done. They'll be sent right back to you. <laughs> and all she can do is sit here and smile. Return to sender. <laughs> Good work, Jake. Love it. Good luck this weekend. No worries. Thanks very much, guys. Oh, we have a treat. We have Leon sitting at the table. We'll get to basketball in a minute, but you can say hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and John Neal. Hello. What, what a guest. How are you? I'm fine, thanks, for an old man. And I'm well as well. If, no one cares. <laughs> Leon, you uh, had a question for John. Yes. Which is relevant. John. Please, may you explain why are you here today? Leon's asking me why I'm at Network House today. Well, Jack, the new coordinator at uh, Network House, has had to go to a conference for three days down in that horrible place called Torquay, I think it was. Lawn. Lawn, was conference. it? Yeah, well, it's near there, yeah. Mm. And he's probably there surfing or something. But anyhow, <laughs> and so he asked me, if I would stand in for him for Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday so that the place can open up. Mm. So you're a good bloke. And uh, so I'm here. I was here from 12 until 2, yesterday, today and tomorrow. And uh, it's quite interesting. But I have been involved with Network House many, many years ago. And I apologise. I do remember you telling me that you were opening up a couple of days. So I apologise. That slipped my memory. You've had a fair bit on your plate though, haven't you? Just a tad. Yep. Mm, Just a tad. You're on the committee though, aren't you, John? Yes, I've just been roped into going on the committee. Been roped in? You've jumped in with... No, 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 no. Lots of enthusiasm. I got asked to come in. But with great enthusiasm, you said yes. Some some people recognise talent, Leon, when they see it. <laughs> He's Better avoiding than the, in the mirror, mate. <laughs> <laughs> John, in your other capacity as a reporter for the Sentinel, uh, what's in this week's news cycle? Well, there, there's the front page will have a photo of a lovely elderly couple, Joe and Ruby Bond, because on Tuesday of last week they celebrated their seventy seventh seventh wedding anniversary. That's a long time. And somebody asked me how old they were, and I really can't remember. Did you teach them at school? <laughs> Le- Leon, Leon's being cheeky and rude. <laughs> Just because one of the first people I met in Robinvale was Leon's great grandfather. Yes, that's correct. A really? Long time but ago. Me and John have that sort of relationship, a bit of banter back and forth every now and again, <laughs> don't we, John? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But um, yeah, and so. Um, it's very interesting in that some people probably feel more comfortable at contacting me or somebody at the Sentinel to put stories into the paper, but we're always looking for stories for mm. the paper. And uh, even if it doesn't, like a lot of them might not be, um, it might not be necessary for them to go in exactly at that time. And so we can have them in storage. Mm. Like, um, yeah, so like there was. Um, yeah, no, there's interesting things. Like the local Who Are You, which used to be every week, but now it's whenever I can rope somebody into doing it. Leon's already done it oh, has he? a long no, time ago. And uh, when he was young, probably we need to do a refresher course now that he's a married man who's yeah, a father a of father. a child and all that. He's I've learnt a lot since my last because, profile. Because one of the interesting questions in that local Who Are You is where do you see yourself in 10 years? 
And Leon's answers were quite interesting at that time. He wouldn't remember what they were, but I was just reading them before. Were you? Yeah. Just today, I was Did having. You know, a look I was coming along today, John. No, oh. I didn't. And um, yeah, so so if anybody ever wants to um, get in touch with us, mm. and they've got an interesting story. In actual fact, this week in the paper, there's uh, a thing about the value or the contribution that a local newspaper can make to a small community mm. because a lot of people in the city would don't have that sort of um, uh, thing in their, their community. Like the other week we had a photo of uh, a young lad who had caught a big fish. Yes. And, um, and sort of that, that wouldn't appear in the uh, – in the Herald Sun or the You're Age not or, something much like, in the Yarra. or something like that. So, so whereas people in a small country town are interested in things like that mm. and they can help uh, bring a community closer together and um, creates a connection in a small yeah, community, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and um, so, so if you've got any interesting stories, like I'm trying to track down Antonio Liparotto about his new acquisition for his menagerie. He's <laughs> bought a <The> camel. camel. <laughs> and I was talking to his uncle this morning while I was having a cup of coffee and apparently there's a donkey on the way as well. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, him and his uncle, Joe Chichiglia, mm. you, know, but with, you, you know, everybody can see Joe's menagerie as you drive yep. past going to Euston. Mm. And um, and Joe was saying he's got a llama and alpaca. Uh, he 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 thought they were both alpacas or both llamas, but his his children have told him no. There's a difference. But he has his goats and his geese yeah. and all that sort of thing. And uh, I'll be uh, interested to read that article once you catch up with. Oh yeah, I've, I've sent him some questions to to get an answer in that. But uh, yeah, yeah. He was at basketball last night. He informed me that he's a Carlton supporter, which concerned me yeah. greatly. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Not everybody chooses the right team. No, it's yeah. unfortunate, really. Yeah, like St Kilda are absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Not that yes. Cowboy Neil is any relation to me. You know, um, <laughs> Carl Dittrich, a yeah, good friend was, of mine. Was a yeah. Yes, he was one of my teachers. He was coach here in Robinvale. Yes, mm. but uh, one of your teaching alumni. Yeah, Both teachers. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. He would have an interesting story or two, like yes, you would. Yes, he, he has. Mm. Yes, he has. What about you, John? Give us an interesting story. Oh, 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 just oh, off oh. the top of your I've head. Got lots of interesting stories. Plenty of stories, this bloke. <laughs> just depends on what sort of direction you want these stories to go in. Well, I don't care. It's well, not like It's interesting. It's one of the great things about staying in a town for the whole of your teaching career in that you, you know, it got to the stage where. I was teaching grandchildren mm. of children. Mm. And uh, it's quite interesting, the, the genetics that pass down through the kids, you know, from, you know three generations. And, um, but you also see, I, th- I can remember when I first started teaching, I used to think, now if any of my students go off and become lawyers and doctors, how, how great that would be. But very quickly you change your mind and you decide, no, the real satisfaction is when you see them grow up to becoming decent, People. People who yeah. contribute to their community and that sort of thing. And, I mean, you do. You, you, you have a, a bit of um, joy in a, a child deciding when they're at school that they want to become a doctor and then they actually do become a doctor and mm. that's absolutely fantastic. But really, the, the, the just as valuable to a community are those kids who stay, become parents, become involved in their community, mm. all that sort of thing. Spot absolutely, on, John. Yeah. Absolutely spot fantastic. Yeah. Oh, everything I say is spot on, Leon. 
<laughs> See, but you, you haven't known me your whole life like some people have. Not my you whole know? life, no. No, no. Yeah. How old was Leon when you first crossed paths? I never taught Leon. Didn't you? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's why I'm pretty good at the moment. I think I taught his <laughs> mum. <laughs> But I taught lots of his aunties and uncles yep. and things like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have you – have... My first meeting with Leon was one time in the winter sports mm. when we were playing football and St Mary's entered a team and uh, there were leftovers from the um, high school at that time. Yes. And so there was a combined St Mary's high school team mm. and Leon was in that and he was a very shy boy. Really? It was, yes. yes. How I, people can grow. I was shy at school too. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing how people grow, especially in the last couple of years of school. And Yep. Mm. For sure. But, um, but yeah, no, no. There's very some, – some stories you can tell about your um, – about being a teacher and some stories are very strictly protected. No, it's interesting what you say, though, about having your whole career – in one town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just coming to Robin Vale was a, an interesting experience for me because I didn't know where it was. Mm. And in those days, you could catch a train at any train station that had passenger trains to any other train station that had passenger train in Australia. Wow. So I just went down to the railway station in Mount Gambier and bought a ticket to Robin Vale. Wow. It took two days, five trains <laughs> – to get here and I got here and I got out at the railway station and then I didn't know anybody, I didn't know anything about So I walked down to the hotel mm. and uh, which was straight down Perrin Street, you could see it, and booked into the hotel for overnight. I didn't know anybody. Mm. Next morning I got up and went outside and I knew there was a town, Euston, on the other side of the river and so I asked somebody in the street, Where's Houston? I was just across the bridge. So this is in middle of January. Yeah. I walked. <laughs> I've heard this I story before. <laughs> across the bridge and I thought that's the town where the fruit fly block was and the old yep. thing that was called Etamoga Pub, the, the building that had never ever been finished and I thought that's Houston. Got there? No, Houston was way up the end of the road. <laughs> so I went to the shop, bought a milkshake and then walked back. Now in those days some of the older people who listened to this would realise how dangerous it was walking across that bridge. Because <laughs> mm. this was the old bridge. Yep. Yeah. Where you had little safety spots every now and then so that you could get off the road. Yeah. <laughs> Much but like the Swan Hill was, Bridge. And I, I never, ever realised, I, I always was interested in knowing who had told me it was just across the bridge. That's still what they say though, isn't it? It's just over the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except now that there's a the nice scenic route path mm. that you can take so you don't have to walk on the yep. highway. Yep. So have you enjoyed your time? Are you glad you spent I, five days on a train to get from Mount Gambier to Robin oh yeah, It was very interesting. I, I, we got to a place called Ultima and there were only two passengers on the train and then the guard and the driver walked across a paddock and they came back with a slab of beer. Oh, from the pub. And I thought, where <laughs> am I going? Where am I going? And then when we got to Menangatang, just after Menangatang, the train stopped. And, and the, the train was old and you could poke your head out the window. So I looked out the window to see what the stoppage was. They were shooing a dog off the track. Yep. And all I could think about was a film that I'd seen a long time ago in a book I'd read called Wake in Fright. And anybody who has read that book or knows that story would know what it was that I was really scared about. Because okay. that was about fright. a teacher who got sent to a country town oh. and all the trouble he got into. Oh. So here's yeah. a question. 
Booking your ticket to Mount Gam- from Mount Gambier to Robinvale was your final destination, Robinvale, that you had yeah. in your mind? Yeah, well, that's what I did. I went down there and, I, and the guy spent ages working out how what trains I was going to have to catch to get from Mount Gambier to Robinvale. Like I had to catch the train to Adelaide yep. and get off halfway along to meet the train from Adelaide to Melbourne. And so I got on that about four o'clock in the morning at a place called Wolseley, which yep. is smaller than Benetton. And, and then you caught the train to Melbourne, then be- Melbourne to Bendigo, via, Bendigo, and then changed trains and catch the train to Kurong Vale. And then from, is that, how many is that? Uh, yeah. And then Kurong Vale to Robinvale. That's, that's quite a lengthy process. You're not just getting on the Frankston line, getting to the end and like, oh, we're stopped here. <laughs> no, look, you young what, people, you, you've, you've got a charmed life now. You've got no connections here? No, no, What no. brought you here? Oh, well, you, you were bonded. Five trains, You Leon. were bonded. <laughs> like in those days there was a studentship and you got a studentship yep. and then the deal was that you got $20 a week while you were at uni yep. and then at the end of your training you then had to teach where they sent you ah, or, pay back, or pay back all the money. That's why a lot of teachers came to yeah. the country. Designated right. And see, and see um, boys, m- males, young males, knew they were going to be sent to the remote places yep. because that's what they did. You, they sent the then. males. Mm. And, and, and an attractive town, because they used to advertise at, the, at uni and that, was Ogan. Mm. And okay. Murrayville, yep. they used to advertise. We thought, no, we don't want to go that far, don't want to go that far. Well, damn, Robinvale's <laughs> further. <laughs> Welcome. But, but, um, but look at the nice people you meet in Robinvale. There you go. Yeah. Mm. There you go. That, well, yeah. We should do this on a regular basis. You'd be full of stories. Every Thursday, Clontarf yeah. office, mate, me and Trav drag some stories out of him. Do you? Yep. Mm. Are you in the Clontarf office every Thursday? Well, I go up to the college every Thursday and drop off news, a news, a Sentinel newspaper to each of the learning areas. Yeah, right. And Clontarf. Huh. Yep. I mean, otherwise those those kids would never ever read a newspaper because the teachers don't buy it. They could subscribe online. Yes, yes, they could. Couldn't you? They could. The kids. That's what yeah. I'm talking you, about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> kids includes you. The kids. <laughs> kids. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, you're right. They probably wouldn't read a newspaper. No, no, no. no. Well, when before I got the job at the Sentinel, I used to – I was working a little time at the college mm. after leaving St Mary's mm. and uh, with some kids for a reading program. Mm. And on Thursdays I always took multiple copies of the Sentinel. Yes. And the kids loved reading about their yeah. hometown. Yeah. Of course they do. They do. But Our boys like seeing – John also comes up for content for the paper as well. Yeah. They love seeing their uh, faces in there, mm. little write-up about them. So. Yeah, I mean as much as social media tends to take over, yeah. everyone still loves seeing themselves on, in the paper. Yeah. And when, Cut it out, yeah. pin it up on the, in a book or That's whatever. That's right, in, in the, the scrapbook. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago when Peyton was on the front page, Luke was beside himself that his boy was on the front page and yeah. he actually got quite emotional because the photo of him painting – of this little white yep. kid painting with Brendan, yep. this beautiful painting, and Peyton still talks about it, mm. it made Luke quite emotional going, that's just, yep. to him it was such a significant photo to be on the front page of the paper. Yep. And he got, yeah, he got really emotional. This, this well, morning I, I was still- having a cup of coffee and somebody was complaining about the Sentinel and I said to him, when was the last time you bought a Sentinel yeah. and read it? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I never. <laughs> exactly. So don't whinge about it. But you know what? There's a there's a lot of people that just like to whinge anyway. It doesn't matter what it's about. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So and that's fine. Yeah. Smile and nod. That's why it's nice to meet people like Leon. Who that's doesn't, right. Doesn't whinge. There you go. Mind you, that's because he probably gets his photo in the paper more often than anybody else. Correct. I've been in a while, John. I'm asking no, I'm that's ask because questions. you've got this injury and you can't <laughs> play football anymore. <laughs> got to ask questions. We better talk about basketball in a sec. John, thanks for sitting down though. So much to get through this week. I've now got Nicole and Amanda from RDHS to talk about Hippie. Hi, ladies. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thanks for giving up your lunch break. Wait, we've got sausage rolls and pinwheels from the Weeman shop, so please help yourself. I'd love to. Awesome. (laughs) They look amazing. But not right now. (laughs) You guys do the hippie program. Yeah, so um, we are in the early years mm-hmm. building at RDHS, but um, I coordinate the hippie program, yep. of course. That's just what I am based in, in early yep. years, and Amanda is a bit of a mixture, actually. Are you? What I else am. do you do? I do a bit of mobile visiting and playgroup. Oh. Well. Are you an early childhood educator? No. Oh. Gonna say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd like to class ourselves as that, but yeah, but, but haven't done know, the no, isn't there all no, the like, no formal? There's yeah, no, training. yeah, yes, okay, because yeah. early child, like the people that work at daycare and preschools, they're all highly, highly qualified, yeah, yeah. diplomas, bachelors, yeah, certificates, yeah, yes. certificate yep. one through ten or yeah. something mm. insane, which is great, and that's why we love them, that's right, and that's why we trust them with our precious children, yes. <laughs> So tell us what, first of all, what hippie stands for. So hippie actually stands for Home Interaction Program for Parents and Youngsters. That's why they call it hippie. hippie. Yes. That's, <laughs> okay. that's, yeah, a lot of people question when, when we say hippie, they go, what? Mm, do we have to become <laughs> vegan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, so what does it entail? What is it? Okay, so first of all, it is a free two-year home-based early learning program for families in their and children in mm-hmm. their first year before school, continuing on into their first year. So um, it's really just based around yeah, early learning, lots of play-based activities. Um, it's more to develop their love of learning and it's about empowering parents and carers to be their child's first teacher and just their school readiness, really. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like we provide a lot of storybooks that the children will be reading mm. and um, – because the parents will be assigned with a trained tutor, they will guide them on on all of that, ah, all of the above. Yes, trained tutor. So, is that what you guys do? Yes. Are you the trained tutor? So, I'm a so tutor. Amanda, yeah. are you? Yeah. Yes. Did <laughs> your boys go through this program? William has. William has. Yeah. Okay. I did ask Grub a couple of weeks ago. He had no idea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. <laughs> but, but he did know that you're with the hippie program, so yeah. that's positive. Yes. Mm. So as far as the tutoring goes, how often does that happen and what does that – So for the first year uh, in the four-year-old program, it is once a week uh, a visit. So I will come into your home or I can meet an affiliated place that suits if you don't want me to come into the house. Like Network House? Possibly. Right that would be yep. perfect. This table's fantastic. Yeah, it is. Around, I love a round table. So do I. You, you wouldn't probably – you guys wouldn't be old enough to – like they were in vogue in the really early 80s <laughs> and 70s. Yeah, before my time. Yeah. <laughs> See, not before my time. I grew up with a dining table that was round and it had these – oh, I think Dad still got them in the packing shed and it had these big 
vinyl chairs that used to spin like this. I've seen them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We broke them from using them as like spinners. (laughs) But that's – and they were bright orange and the table was white. Oh, lovely. It'd be worth a fortune now. Oh, yeah. But round tables like – so you could come to somewhere like Network House. Yeah. And do it. Utilise this space. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Because there's a lot of parents obviously out on the farms, out on blocks. It's going to be a long or hard to tell you how to get to and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Look, that's okay. We'll get there and we break through them barriers to travel. Um, That's not an issue. Uh, I've met people in places like a park. Um, Really? Yeah. Some people have come to the office where we, early years office, where we work out of. Um, I've gone to people's workplaces I don't know if I should be saying that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 100% because it's, it's, about, it, it's about the families and, um, and our, yeah, our flexibility. Wow. Um, mm. it's, it's to suit the needs of the community. Right. So because when you say tutoring session, I think about going back to high school and having to sit through homework, which I hated because I was a shocking student. No, it's nothing like that. It's nothing. Okay, great. Yeah, nice. We sometimes – it can either be um, some sites – say tutors, some say mentor. Um, it, it does – it sounds a bit daunting when we when we say it, but, yeah. It's, it's nothing, basically – Nothing walking. like that. Can we just call you hippie chick? Yeah. Better? That, yep, of course. <laughs> better. 100%. More yep. better for me. Yep, definitely. I'm happy with yep, that. Yeah, great. <laughs> Terrific. So during these tutoring sessions, though, or mm-hmm. hippie chick sessions, what, what goes on? Uh, so every week you get delivered a pack – there's five activities per pack and I, as a tutor, will work through with yourself. Not tutor, parent. hippie chick. Hippie, hippie chick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll go through the activities together and go through them so you're confident in doing them with your son. It's giving you the empowerment to work with your child. Yeah, right. Mm. That's awesome because we're always looking for activities to do. Now I've oh, got um, – well, you know, at four they're so active and they get they bored are. so easy. Yeah. And they're at that point where they want to learn yeah, and they, they're really soaking things in because they yeah. can come up with things that they've been told 12 months ago and yeah, they still definitely. remember. And you're yep. like, oh, kid, geez. We actually have what we call everywhere learning in hippie as well. So um, aside that the five activities in the pack, we um, encourage, what, like I said, what we call everywhere learning and it's about literally everywhere learning, mm. um, coming up with different activities that you can do with your children, whether it's in the car or um, going shopping. It's about same and different colours, shapes, sizes, everything. And we, we do – we have so many different strategies mm. and, and things that the tutor will yeah. – um, yeah. Giving the parents the tools to yeah, utilise yeah. all the learning. That's good. Mm. Yeah. And the car for someone – you know, I do about 10,000 Ks a, a month. So for someone that's in the car so often with the kids mm. – like at the moment where we play I Spy, but there's only so many times you go, I Spy something great, the road. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to have more active. But the car can be such a really – because oh, yeah. their attention's right there. Your attention is on the road, but also you're talking to your yeah, kids. Spot on. Yeah, definitely. It's such a great tool. And I've found that just through, the, just through driving, I've been able to teach him his full name, his full address, yeah. my phone number, yep. dad's phone number. Yeah, you know, and that like it's simple stuff, but yeah, it's definitely. just that repetitive and talking. Exactly. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what we we try to encourage yeah. in the hippie program. Yeah. That's awesome. So enrolment forms, I've done mine. I'm well, so proud I'm of myself because so I hate so admin. Glad I'm so We're glad. Proud Jade. Of you. <laughs> yes. Do we get that kind of encouragement all through the program? Oh yeah. yeah. Great. 100%. Make a note. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> but um, 
Some of like this is it's really relatively easy. It looks like a long form, but it's not. There's a lot of ticking. Yeah, it's mostly ticking. Yeah. yeah, it's very straightforward. It's very straightforward and very easy. I can't, but I don't like admin, so I'd procrastinate with these things. Yeah, but some people like, do. Yeah, it's really quite easy to fill in. So we just oh, get these yeah. from you guys or preschool or yeah, preschools is the biggest one. Um, but otherwise, yeah, they they, they come from us, RDHS mm-hmm. early years, um, and but we are more than happy to sit down and assist with the enrolments and doing the enrolments with the parents or the carer. Oh, really? Yep. So, so we can just rock in and... Yeah, do it with us. Awesome. So, yep, 100%. Well, that's easy. Yeah. Do we also need... We don't need to supply birth certificates or immunisation no. certificates no. and all that paperwork? No, no, none of that. Great. So straightforward. So what's in the pack? When you sign up, there's like a freebie pack, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah? What's yeah. in the freebie we, pack? We have a lot of free stuff. Really? Do you want to... Who funds... Hang on. This is a free program for parents and families. Yes. Who funds it? Because nothing's free. The Brotherhood of St. Lawrence. Do they? Yes. I was waiting for you to say the Victorian government. No? <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> uh, wow. Good one. Good one. The Brotherhood yes. of St. Lawrence. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and there's like... There's about 100 different sites around Australia for hippie. Is there? Yes. Yep. So it's not just a Victorian thing. This is no, everywhere. It's, it's around the world. So you guys facilitate this for Euston as well? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's right. surroundings. Yep. Menangatang, Boundary Bend. Everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fabulous. So if we need a hippie enrolment form, get one from your preschool or RDHS early years or just at the primary. Primary health. Primary yep. health. Yep. yep. They'll guide them in the right direction. We didn't get to what's in the freebie pack. Okay. Um, Amanda, do you want to take over with this? Yeah. Um, there is pencils, sticky tape, glue, erasers, grey leads, all your craft supplies you need to um, undertake the yeah undertake the uh, packs. So in some of the packs we have painting activities. You get given the paint. Oh, really? For the activities. So every every activity that involves, um, we, like Amanda said, painting or we do planting, um, we supply planting. Everything. Yeah, the yeah seeds. planting <gasps> seeds. Their own little seeds. <laughs> How much do kids love that? Oh, I like know. those Woolies things. And I'm, I don't often shop at Woolies, yep. but we were given a beetroot one of those. And oh, it's grown yeah. now. It's this big. Wow, but the kids get amazing. so excited. They do. Yeah, they, they really yeah, do. That they've yep. done it themselves. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, we supply it all. That's amazing because I thought when part. when I was first, I wasn't really even brief because you, sometimes you're in and out of preschool in 30 seconds flat yes. to drop <laughs> off and then get to work or yes. whatever you're doing. I kind of thought this was a reading, writing activity thing. It's really not, is it? No, it's fun. It's so fun. But they're learning. That's yeah. the best part. It's, it's just, it's all play-based learning. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really important. But yeah, they, sometimes they don't realise they're, they're learning. They're, yeah. they're just playing. Yeah. But yeah, their brains are, they're learning 100%. <laughs> their brains are like sponges, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It is, it's a great program. It, it is fantastic. Like we've heard feedback from the kindergarten teachers, um, the school teachers in children that, that have done it. They've noticed it. Yeah. Or are doing it in, well, in kindergarten. they can the hippie kids. Yeah. Can yeah. they? Yeah, that's yep. what they've, we've been told. Yes. Really? Principals yes. of schools have said that to us. Wow. Yeah, it has a massive impact. That's a yeah. pretty good rap. Mm. It is. When you can pick out the hippie kids from the not hippie kids. Yes, that's right. Good work, hippie chicks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's really awesome. All right, well, I can't wait to get started now. So when do we have to be enrolled by? Okay, so um, we're sort of making a cutoff towards the end of March mm-hmm. because we would like to get everybody enrolled and, and going um, so yeah, we basically the end of March. I'm not sure what the actual date is for that. Well, it's the fourth now, um, so get so enrolled. 
ASAP. In the next in the next two to three weeks, yeah. please. Yes, that would be fantastic. So we can have a fresh start next term. Yep. Ready to go. Okay, so it's going to start next term. Yes. Terrific. And how long does it go for the next three terms or? Yes. So during school term, yes. And um, we finish sort of towards the start of December. So at least then, because obviously that time of year can get quite hectic for a lot Mm. of people. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we we like to sort of finish that a little bit earlier before school ends so everyone can get their heads around Christmas and all the exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And Mm -hmm. I will add... At the end of the program, so once the family complete the program, at the end of the second year, we actually have a graduation. Oh, stop it. It is mm. so cute. Stop it. Yes. And um, we have awards, we have a goodie bag, you know, a new storybook. And, um, <laughs> we even have the graduation gear they put on. Yeah, they have their little capes <laughs> and hats. And we do, we get face painting involved, jumping castle. Like, it's just a big party and, and lots of yummy food. And the kids love it. Mm. It's just spectacular. They do love a graduation, don't they? They do, yeah. They we didn't really get a graduation do. when I was at pre. Did you guys have graduation at preschool no, or grade no, six? No, 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 me neither. And like we also we, we supply an award to the parents and the carers too because it's about them as well. Really? We? Yeah. You get a certificate? You do. Yes, you do. Okay, now I'm well and truly on board. If I get a certificate, I will do anything for a certificate. <laughs> Frame it. <laughs> Just about. Ladies, thanks for coming in. I know you've got to go, and there's that many people in and out of Network House today. So yes. yeah. grab yourself a sausage roll or a pinwheel from the oh. women's store because you know if you're going to come in then we will feed you Um, the guys from Axis are here too so we'll grab (laughs) Lou in a minute (laughs) who's been eyeing off the sausage rolls all morning oh we've heard yes Yes, I bet (laughs) awesome ladies we'll talk to you you again again soon no worries have you had a deep breath out and relax now that basketball season's finished a good How good is it? Hey, you finish one season off, and you and I'm actually looking forward um, to the next one. Footy season? No, basketball oh. season. Oh, I am too. I am. My yeah. wife, um, the girls that I've coached, they're looking forward to next year. Yeah. Um, trying to organise their team and that. So yeah, we're keen. You're not. You're not just rolling over the same team. Um, if you look over a couple uh, years' pitches, there's there's a few changes. Well, look, I'm happy to keep the same side, but there's usually uh, with women there's pregnancies. There's mate, you're to the average age of your team's about fourteen. Yeah, I hope there's I'm, not. I'm hoping there's not in those skills. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have some wives and yeah, with people with partners. So yeah, fingers crossed. We have that access to the same side again. So mm. yeah, we'll mm. see how we go. Mm. I was really happy. Honestly, beaming. I'm still beaming that Mia won MVP last night. Yep. How good is that? There you go. See, just participating, you're able to do it. Do and it all. the discipline thing's something that I've tried to work on with, with your girl. my yep. girls this this year. There's been a couple of hiccups, yep. um, as there always is. It's a maturity thing too, I think. It can be. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, seen it in still the the A grade senior sides mm. happening. So mm. yeah, mm. I was like that at that age too. <laughs> now I tend to get the giggles. Especially, like, if I get a whack or a knock or what, most of the time I'd like to think it's not on purpose and I tend to get the giggles. Yep. Um, but at that age, you know. Anything you can, goes. Yeah, yep. you can you kind of lose your head. to control yourself. No, yet. that's right, um, let alone regulate emotions <laughs> or recognise emotions when they occur. Um, but I was so happy for V and Mia last that's night. Good. Very, I was just that's good. So, Even yeah. uh, another one of your players, Margaret, to play yeah. in a junior in all- final. She, she yeah. played good. She I, is a good player. In a junior final. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's playing Stay. juniors yep. and she's playing A-grade yep. women. Yep. Oh, I had a chat with her after the game and she was still a little bit disappointed in her, in her game. 
Um, but I reckon she she played well. A few things to fine tune, but yeah. hey, yeah. like you said, she's still a junior. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. A lot of them are still juniors, yep. really, yep. Um, which is exciting because I've been toying with the idea of perhaps taking away a uh, junior girls rep side to something like the Swan Hill Tournament. Yep. If we could find some sponsors or things like that. I can't see why That's not. A great We've got idea. such good talent. Yep. I will put my hand up to, I don't know, coach them or whatever. But the talented girls that we've got really need just exposure to something outside of Robinvale That's basketball it. that they might That's not it. get. Yep. Yeah. And it'll, that will upskill them as well. Correct. Um, being able to see how other tournaments are run, mm. um, how other players are. Mm. Um, Yes. Yeah, because it can be quite different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even from here to Mildura to Swan Hill and then you go interstate to play and then you go overseas yep. and it's completely different. Even the language that's used, yep. which I struggled with when I came back from overseas playing over there and then went straight into Darwin basketball. Yep. And the, you could, yeah, it's a bit – anyway, so there's an idea for you. But give us a wrap on the basketball oh, season. the last two days. How good have the games been? Going first OT I've ever seen in a grand final here in the women's. Yeah. Um, that was a cracker game. The juniors as well. Um, the, the hype around the under-16s, the under-12s, the stadium was just going off. So yeah. uh, we love it. Yeah. And to be able to walk away from those two nights of finals um, early, all right, <laughs> organised, um, we we felt as a committee it flowed. Yep. Um, we were happy with it. And there was – a crowd there. Yep. Like I've been doing a lot of discussing about um, youth and engaging youth and stuff with Sparksy and Council at the moment. I'm like, yep. mate, if you want to engage youth in Robinvale, put on a basketball game. Yep. And that's not far from the truth, is nice it? Nice and easy. Yeah. yeah. But it's inclusive. There's pockets from all different cultures can there, be. isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Which it is, can be. Which is awesome. The A-grade men last night, bit of an upset. Uh, Who was tipped to win that, really? I don't know. Don't know. It's always a hard one. Mm. Always a hard one. Um, The last couple of games, uh, United haven't played to the best of their abilities, Um, and I've had these truthful conversations with Kyle. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Kyle. (laughs) Over the last couple couple of weeks. (laughs) The best argument I reckon I've ever heard for an umpire's call last night, it was maybe the last 30 seconds, and Kyle's grabbed, I can't remember who it was, but he's literally grabbed him and hugged him. And this was after BT's tech foul. Grabbed him and he's like, oh, come on, you know. Yep. In the heat of the moment, whatever. Yep. I'm like, mate, you grabbed on him. He's like, well, so what? <laughs> so what? That's the rules. Ah, <laughs> uh, gee. Poor Kyle. But, um, um, but yeah, following on that, there's some ripper games. Mm. Um, congratulations to all the teams that sort of come out on top and all the award winners as well for, I think, Chrissy Camera cleaned out the whole of Bruce Skin's um, <laughs> award shelf. <laughs> Um, and a few other young ones as well by putting their hand up, um, helping out the Ubergain family as well. Yes. Um, Haley won an award, yeah. so that's great. Yeah. And, and it's good to see all those sort of community people coming in and helping out because that's what we need to run an association. Did your wife win an award? She did, yeah. yep. What was the name on the trophy? <laughs> so I've been calling her Meza now. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting that back to Paula to change her, get the right name on the trophy for her. So I did have to giggle last yep. time. Oh, it was, it was funny. But well deserved. Yep. She's oh, only literally sure. been sucked into for the committee. Sure. And it's all through me. Yeah. 
mixing you do this, do that, and then I might as well just join the committee yeah. towards the end. So, yeah. no, nah, she's done a great job. This she's year, done a phenomenal yep. job. Yeah. Yep. And she did get a vote from me, so. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Leon, yep. thank you very much. Take a sausage roll with you. In fact, you can take them back to the Quantar for oh, sure they'll be really... gone in seconds. Yeah, well, I probably owe you a couple of sausages. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.